Welcome to the Anchor Within podcast. I'm Lena, a physical therapist, speaker, and multi-passionate woman driven by empowering you to become the woman that you were meant to be. And honestly, I am a woman just like you trying to figure out this whole life thing as I navigate the messy middle in real time. This podcast is all about transparency and the not-so-glamorous raw conversations and difficult lessons that we're going through in real time together. We intertwine all aspects of health, wellness, personal growth, and mindset work to anchor within our own strengths and desires so that we can co-create the purposeful, fulfilling lives we crave to live. We strive to empower and encourage each other to build the stable foundations that we need to remain steadfast in pursuit of becoming the fulfilled, resilient, impactful women we are meant to be. You ready? Let's dive in. Hey, hey, what's up? Happy Monday. Happy whatever time of whatever day it is that you're listening to this. I hope you're having a great day, no matter what day or time it is. Anyway, today's episode is a topic that actually got sparked when I saw an Instagram post by Mel Robbins that was titled seven signs you're living on autopilot or something along those lines. So I wanted to give you my take on that. So she shares seven things, which I will obviously share here and elaborate on a little bit. But I also want to add a couple of other things that I've noticed in myself when I feel like I'm living on autopilot. These are things that really come up for me. So I feel like us women, go-getter, ambitious, you know, freaking powerhouse women, we're constantly go, go, going, and we're going so much and so fast sometimes that we don't even realize what time it is, what day it is, what month or year it is even sometimes. And when we finally take the second to slow down for literally a second, we're like, holy shit, how is it already Friday? How is it already November? How is it already 2045? You know what I mean? And if you felt this way, then throw your hands up in the air, girl, because... I know that I'm right there with you, but please don't throw your hands up in the air if you're driving or holding a tiny human. That doesn't sound like a really good idea. Anyway, (laughs) that was weird, but we're moving right along. You know what I'm saying though, right? I know that you do because you're so laser focused. Your blinders are on. You got your no haters allowed signs up. You're completely killing it in in your craft. When you get to a good stopping point though, or even worse, when you're forced to get to a stopping point, whether it's a good one or not, because of things like your health, your family's health, a friend really needs you, or you know you lost a job or whatever it is, something forces you to stop. And when you're forced to stop dead in your tracks, it's almost like someone just like splashed freezing cold water on you and woke you up from a deep ass sleep that you didn't even know you were in, right? You don't know what day it is, what planet you're on, how you even got here. Did you drive? Did somebody drop you off before your nap ended? Like, where are you? How did you even get here? And I know I felt this way, so I'm sure that you've probably felt this on some level at some point in your life as well. So you can connect with me, whether you feel that way or not right now. But if this has ever happened to you, maybe maybe this has happened to you because I know this happens to me a lot, right? Like you're driving somewhere that you go all of the time, whether it's the grocery store, your work, your friend's house, your mom's house, whatever. You're so zoned out. You've done it so many times that you could probably do it blindfolded. But again, please don't do that, obviously, duh. But when you get there and you're like, wait, I'm already here. How did I get here? And you're like, I I don't even remember driving here. (laughs) Like, are you sure I drove? Right. That same, that's the same thing we're talking about here. It's just being so caught up in the hustle and bustle of life and work and this and that, that we don't even take the time to slow down and be intentional with our actions and the way that we're doing things. And Mel Robbins also approaches this from a slightly different angle. And the post that I'm referring to, and she, she comes at it from a place of, you know, constantly being on autopilot and so checked out because you're anxious all of the time, which is true, right? Because if you're so anxious about your life and everything that you have to do, when you wake up in the morning, you're like, uh, crap, I got a gajillion things I got to do today because I'm living in a constant state of anxiety and I'm never focused on the moment. So I'm like, I got to get X, Y, Z, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine, and 112 things done today. 
right? And, you know, the same thing goes for when we're constantly busy and caught up in just going that we don't take time to slow down and focus on the moment that we're in. So inevitably we miss what's going on around us in real time. And then when we do slow down for that second, we turn off the cruise control and we take control of the wheel, the speed, the direction that we're going in. We often realize how much we've actually missed along the way of where we are right now. The memories are a blur if we even have them at all right? How many times are you like, um, what did I do yesterday? Or I know I talked to this person at work today, but like, what did we even talk about? And Mel says in the caption of her post that all day long, you will drift in and out of moments of presence and being on autopilot, which is extremely true, right? This is normal. And then she goes on to say that your brain is designed this way all day long. It is switching between moments of focus and concentration and your subconscious patterns of behavior and thinking. It only becomes a problem when you're so checked out or anxious that autopilot becomes your default. And damn, is that powerful, right? Being on autopilot means that we're just going through the motions. We're not present. We're not growing. And we're definitely not intentional about anything that we do say or experience. And if you've you know been here for a while, you know that my word for 2022 is intentional. So you're going to be hearing that a lot. But the scariest part of being on autopilot is that we don't often even actually remember what happened during the time that we are on autopilot. So we're literally missing out on days, weeks, sometimes even months and years of our lives because we're just going through the motions, pretending that we're okay with it and doing whatever happens, just taking life as it comes, which is fine. But we have to be really intentional about our actions and our beliefs and the things that we're doing during this time. Because I don't know about you, but going through the motions and missing and forgetting literal years or months or even days of my life is terrifying because the truth is we don't know how much time we have here. So why are we constantly living on autopilot instead of being intentional and making memories and remembering and being with people and doing things that make us happy, right? So let's talk about it then. How Do we even know that we're in autopilot? How can we recognize it? And then I'm going to share a couple of things with you on how we can kind of pull ourselves out of that. So the first seven that I'm going to share here with you are from that post, and I'm going to elaborate on them a little bit. And then I have four other tips here that I'm going to show you, or not necessarily tips, but like ways that you can recognize that you're in autopilot. So the first one that Mel shares is that you wake up feeling anxious, right? You haven't even opened your eyes yet. Your feet haven't hit the ground and you're already overwhelmed about what that day might bring. And to add to this one, because maybe this is going to resonate with you too, but maybe you wake up and you're absolutely dreading the day, or maybe the night before you're dreading the coming day so fast or so much, not so fast, (laughs) you're dreading the next day so much. Maybe that quote term, like the quote, um, Sunday scaries or whatever, right? You're dreading the next day so much that you don't even want to go to sleep or you wake up in the morning and you're dreading everything you have to do today, which makes it extremely hard to get out of bed on time to go do the exercise, to go do the things. And you procrastinate everything in the morning until you have no choice. And it's like the last possible second that you can leave without being late, but then you're probably rushing and things are getting frustrating because you're running late and your whole day feels like it's falling into a negative spiral before you even know it. And then it's time for bed again. And you're dreading doing it all over again tomorrow. Cause if that feels like you, then that's one of your signs that maybe you're living in autopilot. Number two that she talks about is that you're always on your phone, right? It's the first thing you check in the morning. It's the last thing you check at night and you find yourself constantly scrolling all day long mindlessly. You don't even realize what you saw. And before you know it, somehow you said you were going to check your Instagram for whatever. Maybe somebody messaged you and you went to go open it 
And somehow that one message turns into three hours of you mindlessly scrolling and you're like, holy shit, where did the last three hours go? How is it already this time? Right? Number two sign. Number three is that you're living in the past and you're constantly disconnected from right now. And you're wondering what if, and you're giving your mistakes a place to live rent free in your mind for as long as they want. And you're dwelling and ruminating and wishing that things had gone differently. But the truth is that you can't change what happened, right? So why are we living in the past all of the time? We have to find a way to bring ourselves back into the present. Number four is that you're having a difficult time remembering things, whether it's where you left your phone or your keys or how Mel says it in her post, which I thought was really funny. She asks, do you remember what leg you put your, put in your pants first this morning? And it's like such a slap in the face moment because it makes you realize how little attention you actually pay to the things throughout your days because your brain feels like it's mush and you feel like you don't even remember the conversations that you've been having, which, you know, what you had for breakfast, how you got dressed this morning, how you even got to work, right? You forget all of these things because you're just constantly go, go, going and everything is just passing by you so fast. Like it's a blur, right? Like the difference between driving slow in a 25 mile an hour zone and like being on a train or a roller coaster. Maybe if you haven't been on a train, maybe on a roller coaster where you're going so fast that you can't see your surroundings clearly. Everything is just a freaking blur. That's kind of what this is like. And then number five that she talks about is that your default setting is negative self-talk. You're constantly putting yourself down. You're doubting yourself. You're, you start to feel discouraged and just pretty, pretty like bland, honestly, about yourself and your life. And you're just like, well, you know, I suck at this. So I'm going to, I'm never going to be good at this or whatever. And you're just constantly putting yourself down. And you, the more you do that, the more discouraged you get, the more you just keep going through the motions because you don't think that there's anything better out there for you anyway. And then the next one she talks about is that you're never really in the room that you're in, right? You're, you're physically present in the same space physically, but mentally like you're on Pluto girlfriend, right? (laughs) Like you don't remember the conversations that you had. You know that the person sitting in front of you, you know that their mouth was moving. You know that you heard noise coming out of their mouth, like their voice, you know, their voice was going, but you don't even remember what those words were because you're on a totally different planet. Or maybe you're in like a work meeting and your boss asks for your opinion during that meeting. And you're like, you know, you snap out of your daydream where you're thinking about the vacation you want to go on. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah, the beach, sa- the beach sounds great. And then everyone stares at you like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and suddenly you get snapped back into reality and you realize that you don't even know what this meeting's about, right? And number seven that she talks about, and then I'm going to talk about the last couple here that I added on. Um, but number seven she talks about is that you feel like you're always in survival mode, right? Like you feel like you just have to make it through the day and just getting through your day is like this big Herculean act as she calls it. And you know, that's it. And tomorrow's going to be different yet. Tomorrow somehow never actually turns out to be different, right? Who wants that? Nobody wants that. And the more that you think about it, you're like, yeah, duh, I don't want that. But do you realize that maybe you're doing this, even though you say that you don't want it? Are you being present? Are you being intentional with your freaking life? The four other things that I wanted to add on to those seven that Mel had shared in that post was number eight is you're doing things without even thinking about them, right? Like, what are you doing? Why are you doing it? Why are you talking to this person? Why are you going to this place? How are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? What are you doing? Right? We're not thinking. We just go. We just do. And we don't have any intention or reasoning behind our thoughts, our actions, our feelings, or anything that we're doing. 
The next one is that your routine is predictable and you do the same thing every single day without thought just because it's how you've always done it. Now here, don't get me wrong here because I'm a very routine oriented person. I like to have a routine. I like to do things in the same way because it helps me keep focused and on track. And it feels like I have my shit together when I very clearly, in fact, do not have my shit together. (laughs) However, it becomes a problem when it's so predictable that you just do it without thinking. My routine is the same every single day, but there is intention behind everything that I do. I wake up, I make my bed because it makes me feel like I'm already being productive first thing in the morning. I make my warm lemon water and I sit down and I meditate. I work out. I do these things in the same, you know, routine or the same pattern every single day, but there's always action. And then it does become a problem when your routine is so predictable or that you have, you know, the same things happening every single day, every single week, every single month of your freaking life, that there's no room for change. You don't budge. Like you can't differ or you can't stray off that path for even just a day to go do something that makes you happy or something that makes you feel fulfilled or something a little bit different every single day right? That is when it becomes a problem. The next one is that you've turned into a yes woman. And we talk about boundaries all the time, so I'm not going to spend too much time here, but you have no boundaries. You're saying yes to doing it all. You're taking on more than you can handle. The extra project, staying late at work, you know, going to the family gathering that you don't really want to go to, that dinner party, being the concession stand host at your Friday night football games every single week of the freaking season. You get what I'm saying? You just say yes to everything because you're not thinking about how it's going to affect you until it's too late and you have too much on your plate and you've like triple booked yourself for the same hour and the same day. And you're like, shit, who do I tell I have to reschedule, right? If you've done this, I feel you, I've been there. Snap out of it. Number 11, the last one I'm going to talk about is that you have a hard time letting go of people, places, things, just you do what's familiar, even though you know that it's not serving you anymore, right? You keep the same unmotivated and unambitious people around. You stay in the same career. You hold on to things that you've outgrown. You live in the same place. You, you do things that don't inspire you just because you're used to it. What kind of life is that? I don't want to live a life like that. And trust me, I've been there. And there's parts of my life that I'm still here and I'm trying to figure out how to get out of because I know that they're not serving me but I don't know what my next step is yet. But here's the difference. I know that it's not serving me and I know that I'm going to leave. I'm going to move on. I'm going to do something differently. So I'm being intentional about how that's going to happen. And I'm being intentional about getting out of the situation or leaving the relationship that is no longer serving me. Are you doing that? Do you know that things aren't serving you anymore? Do you know that it's time for you to move on? Right? So let's talk about a couple of things that you can do to snap out of it. Number one is to recognize it. Because if you don't even recognize that you're doing it, you can't snap out of it, obviously, right? And then realize that it's not your only option. And I want you to then notice how you move. Notice how you drive. Are you constantly on cruise control? Increase your self-awareness. What are your behaviors? What actions are you taking? What decisions are you making every single day? Be so self-aware that when you start falling into autopilot, you can recognize it and snap out of it before it's too late. And then I want you to start moving slower and being intentional about your decisions, your actions, your thoughts throughout the freaking day. And don't say yes to everything if you don't want to freaking say yes to it, <laughs> right? And then the last one is to really reconnect with yourself and your own desires. Whether for you, that's being out in nature, going for a walk, maybe it's running, maybe it's riding your bike, maybe you like to write or take a Zumba class. Maybe you like to draw, go to yoga, do some breathing, do some meditation, journaling, read, write, whatever you enjoy doing, do it. 
and do it for yourself because it makes you happy. Don't do it because you think that you have to do it. Don't make it a chore because when you make reconnecting with yourself a chore, when you make doing something to make you happy a chore, you're defeating the purpose. It's not making you happy. It's just adding onto your plate of things to do. So yeah, sure. You can schedule time for yourself, but make sure you're really intentional with letting go of everything else so that when you're doing things with yourself, you are present in that moment and really reconnect with yourself. Because I can't tell you the amount of times that I've scheduled time in my calendar for me to meditate, to journal, to breathe, to go for a walk, to draw, to color, to do the things that make me happy. And guess what I do during that time? I might be physically doing that act of coloring or walking or drawing or dancing or breathing or meditating, but guess where my mind is? On the 10,000 other things I have to do when I get done with this one thing. Don't let yourself sabotage your own time for yourself by thinking about what else you have to do when this is over, right? Because then that defeats the purpose and you deserve so much better than that. So I want you to turn off your cruise control, snap out of it, turn off the autopilot, take back control of the wheel, take control of the speed that you're going, take back control of the direction that you're going. Be so intentional about every single time you hit the gas pedal. Be so intentional about every single time you hit the brake, every single time you put on a turn signal or turn on your headlights or be intentional about every single update on your GPS or whatever it is. Be intentional about every single move that you're making in your life. Yes, that was clearly a metaphor. I wasn't talking just about driving on the highway with cruise control on, right? I want you to be so intentional about your destination and how you're going to get there. You don't need to know the how, but you need to be intentional in every decision that you're making along the way to get you there. This is your life. Don't let it just pass you by. Don't let yourself, you know, slow down 10 years from now wondering where the time went, wishing you could come back to this moment and enjoy and actually remember the memories that you're making. Start enjoying life now. Start living now and start living for yourself. You are worth that and you are worth so much more than that. Give that to yourself, girlfriend. Thank you so much for listening in. If this episode resonates with you, I would be so grateful if you would share it to your social media and tag me so that I can personally thank you and support you on your journey. Or if you could rate and review in your favorite podcasting app to help increase the reach and searchability so that we can grow our community of powerful, like-minded women and empower even more of us to go after the lives that we are meant to live. I'm so grateful for the growth and impact that we are creating together. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.